Welcome back to Sparrow Talk. Uh, we're on episode four now, and the fact that you're here is even more of a surprise. Uh, but we've only got this one and another two till we're done with the series. Uh, done with the season? Yeah. Series? Surely. Oh, we've been through this, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, but season is still an Americanism. Either way, you're over the hump. Yeah. It's a stick yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, that's a very good point. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. yeah. Um, this episode is titled, The More I See You. Uh, as I fucked this up last time, I'm going to get the names in now. I'm Keith, on my right is Tom. Tom, hello. And on the left, opposite Tom, is Graham. <laughs> hello there. We're in a triangle formation, we have been for every episode. You probably figure that out, but I thought that was worth it. It's probably yeah. the only continuity yeah. throughout. Thank God for that, because I've done every intro and outro differently. <laughs> um, I could re-record them all at the end, uh, after I've done editing. Over um, a bed. Over a bed, yeah. A bit of music, but I won't because could be me humming. Uh, could just have you humming. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. We'll have you humming the theme tune because it's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we get into the episodes uh, this week, yep. we're going to talk about the other fantastic DVD titles available from this production company. Uh, what is a production company? Revelation. Revelation. <laughs> It's a revelation. Oh, Fremantle Media, Thames, Talkback Thames. There's a few. I mean, I normally think if there's a few, it's a mm. bad sign. Nobody really wants to commit. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, as Keith pointed out, um, we have the season one DVD here. And on the inner sleeve, behind where the uh, disc is housed, there are... A few pictures of other DVDs available with the uh, title. Other TV classics available now from Revelation Films. Oh, okay, so what have we got? Okay, um, I'm actually going to slip it out of the case because oh, it's a bit easy to see. This. A lot of confidence. Nice. Okay, so. So, actually, maybe we should go around and say who's watched which ones. If you read out the first okay, one. Okay, so we start with um, the Sovereigns for. No, sorry. Three Sovereigns for Sarah. No. Good title. Good title. I'm intrigued, it's but got I haven't seen it. Patrick McGowan. McGowan. Style the prisoner. Uh, oh, gold, yeah, is it? And him from Views for Kill? No. Who was that? Patrick, Patrick McNee. Patrick McNee, oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, um, what's he in? The Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah, Steed. John Steed. John Steed. That's it. Fine. And Vanessa Redgrave. Uh, Patrick McGowan's in a powdered wig. Oh, not yeah, a powdered yeah. wig. No. Is, that, oh, is judge, that a judge? Is he a judge or is he just a like a dandy? Olden days. Hard to tell from that. Although there's uh, a noose. I would assume he's the judge sentencing someone this to death. This looks 17th century, like potentially a witch trial. This is so, sort of the sort of thing I'm I'm into. So really? I might yeah. check it out. Yeah, fine. You'll be on your own with that podcast. It's, it's available from Revelation Films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next we have... October with a K. Now, no. October, I remember watching that as a probably a 10 or 11 year old, and it really stuck with me. I think it was about, I think he had some sort of like Jesus like powers, Tim Tomkinson. <laughs> uh, no acting required. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the plot points particularly. Did he get stigmata? I'm going to have to Google this in my own time. Okay, but, so uh, the strap line is somewhere between science and the paranormal. That's. Uh, so, somewhere really between help. science and the paranormal. That could be anything, couldn't it? Yeah. And in the photo there, half his face is sort of in it's sort of yeah. sepia. What would you describe yeah. that? It's, it's like, like a very um, high contrast. High saturation. It? Yeah. High, yeah. 
Um, it looks like he's got some sort of ability. And he's got a gun there, isn't he? Has he? Yeah. Jesus, you're right. So not only can he turn half his space into a saturated mess, he can carry a gun. Carry a gun. What's next on the list? Um, starring Lawrence Oliver. Sorry, <laughs> Lawrence <laughs> Olivier. <laughs> I've done it. And Alan. Dale. Alan Dale is that from Lots Jim Robinson? Ravens. Yeah, that can't be right. I can't read what that says. Well, well, that's Olivier's big head. What's it called? Oh, sorry, it's called A Voyage Round My Father. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been on the voyage around my father, nor have I watched. Alan Bates. Uh, Alan Bates. Wasn't he one of those sixties Hellraisers? Uh, possibly. Doesn't mean. Doesn't mean about. It doesn't look great either. Oh no. Um. Okay. What do you think it's about, Graham? A voyage around my father. Judging by by the the cover art. I think. Um. The lead character is the son of Laurence Olivier, mm-hmm. and they have a distant relationship, but they are forced together, um, per- perhaps in a nautical way, oh. and Voyage. they have some sort of adventure they must go on, uh, and whilst doing that they get to know each other mm-hmm. They're much better. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd watch, watch, I'd watch, I'd watch that. that. Yeah, it's yeah. alright, isn't it? It's either that or the father is very obese. Otherwise, it would be quite short. Too. Well, he's massive. Look at him in the... Yeah, he's big there. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not to scale. I don't think that's to scale. I think that's... it is. Did Olivier go full brand towards the end of his yeah. life? Yeah. Olivier's head, listeners, is the size of a planet. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. like a tail of his son, isn't he? Yeah. Bigger, if yeah. you could say. Uh, go on, you go. Okay, next we got She's Out, starring Linda LeBlanc. Well, I'll stop you there. Linda LeBlanc would be the writer. Ah, so. oh, thank you. Famous crime writer. Uh, and a big fan of cricket. Well, I don't know who the actor is because it doesn't say. It says Holloway behind her head. It says Holloway. So, lady. Oh, so she's going to be out of Holloway prison. Oh, I don't know. Or in. And, and coming up. Yeah. And the strap line says. Oh, or she's <laughs> DVD extras include. Yeah, it's not a strap line at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Well, I've not seen it. Looks, looks gritty, doesn't, doesn't it? Doesn't look gritty. She's wearing black. <laughs> does not look 15 certificate. Yeah, it's about prison, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be. It'll be like going clear, the sequel to Porridge. Going straight. Damn it. Oh, no. That's what happens to Porridge when you leave it out. It's <laughs> clear. Like mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know it's crooked. Yeah. Next we've got Wire in the Blood, which... Oh, I know all about that. Yeah. Incest. My, my mu- is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. My mum's a fan, I think. I thought it was like a murder. Huh. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it's about incest. <laughs> I think they did a remake with him from... Walking the Dead. The Walking Dead. Trevor Eve. With Trevor Eve. With yeah. Trevor Eve. What's Walking the Dead? No, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Trevor Eve's not in Walking no, Dead. No, um, it's, not, it's not about incest at all. Yeah, it's, not... a, it's a murder. What am I thinking Robson of? Robson Green. Yeah. I'm going to Google Trevor Eve. Robson Green and Hermione Norris. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. I think she was in Spooks. Bouquet of Barbed Wire. Feet. Sorry. That's what I was Bouquet thinking. Bouquet of Barbed Wire. Yeah. I've heard that's of about that. incest. Got a <laughs> that might be the link. Yeah. Um, Bouquet Bard Wire, God. I don't, re- I don't remember any of these so far. There's five for none, or yeah. none for five. You must remember. Actually, no, I don't. Don't tell me when I remember. Wire in the Blood, I've heard of, though. Uh, you know what? They used to. I think that's one of the ones you could 
sometimes like Sunday papers give the DVDs away free. Oh yeah. And I think seems like, the sort. Why in the blood? Robson Green. Robson Green, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next is called, I believe, the Knowledge, but it's quite hard to tell from the logo because the logo is sort of a oval. It says London at the top, cab driver at the bottom, and the Knowledge. Through yeah. The so the title could be London, the Knowledge, cab driver, or the Knowledge, London, cab driver, or simply the Knowledge, and it's just a design flourish. It looks like one of those uh, 90s fly-on-the-wall documentary series that are popular, like um, Paddington Green or Driving School. Driving School with Maureen. Remember her? Yeah, I do. She wasn't very good, was she? She yeah. was not a good driver. She had a hit single. It's a cover of uh, I've Been Driving in My Car. Probably. Yeah, yeah that would be my guess. No, I think it actually was. Oh, okay. I've got, I've got a comment on something you said earlier. Going Straight actually cast... Nicholas Lindhurst. No, oh, really. It was his first major sitcom role. There you go. He was well done, the son That's of ex-jailbird Norman Stanley, played by Ronnie Barker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, and a nightingale sang. I think this is Tomkinson as well. Yeah, I think Tomkinson's done very well out of uh, Revelation films. It looks like a fresh-faced Tomkinson in That's pretty World Valley War. Kiss. World War fatigues. Linda, it's going over this, wouldn't it? W W1. Do you think? That looks more one than two. How many roles do you think Nicholas Lindhurst has gone for that Tom Wilkinson's gone to? Oh, yeah. They're, they're similar, aren't they? They are similar. Tomkinson's good, though. <laughs> yeah, Tomkinson's got a bit more range, isn't he? Yeah. He's a priest. And in other things, he wasn't a priest. <laughs> of course, Dervla Kerwin in Valley Kiss Angel. Valley Kiss Angel. There's the link. So there's Another link. Very, um, very incestuous scene, wasn't yeah. it? Like War in the Blood. Bouquet of Bob Wire in the Blood. <laughs> Who cares why I'm in the back? <laughs> uh, next we have State of Mind. That looks like Andrew Lincoln. That is definitely that Andrew is. Lincoln. Oh yeah, it says that, that face yeah. anyway. Night, night, um, how do you say that? Is that Neve in Irish? Oh, you've got your finger on it. Sorry. <laughs> you know, finger's touching it. <laughs> uh, oh, I think you're right. Yeah, Neve Cusack. Oh, is she in... I don't recognise her. That, she wasn't in uh, House of Cards... What, the Netflix one? No, the, the British. The, the proper House of Cards. No, With, um, I didn't see that. Yeah. What's, who was in that? Alec Guinness? No. No. Um, what was Alec Guinness in? Star Wars. No, he's in something else. Smiley's People. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. That's yeah. good. What's the name? Neve, Neve Cusack. But Neve spelled... N-I-A-M-H. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, let's look her up. The tagline? Betrayal. Revenge. Murder. A crime of passion. Or a state of mind. Ooh, what could that be about? State of yeah, mind. There's a car seemingly going into uh, a river, I think. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Do you think that's pre-teachers, post-this-life Lincoln? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Post this got life, a bit yeah. of puppy fat there, Lincoln. <laughs> Dave Cusack. Who is and now Harkins. in The Walking Dead. Really? Bringing it back, yeah. To Trevor Eve. Yeah. I know, that's, so that's Waking the Dead, isn't it? Yeah, oh. that's... Oh, yeah. You said Walking the Dead. No, I said The it? Walking Dead. You initially said Walking the Dead, which there's no such program. Wow. But The Walking Dead has, you know, starred Andrew Lincoln, Lincoln for yeah. some years now. He has an eye patch, doesn't he? No. Mm. It was David Morrissey no. who was in it. Oh, Sam she was Dr. Kate Rowan in Heartbeat. Neve, that is. And, of course, she played Beatrix Potter... In Peter Rabbit and Friends, the TV series. Hmm. I do. What's next, Graham? Well, this will get you. Hmm. 
The next four yeah. are all, wait for it, bugs. Oh, bugs. Ding, 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 ding. We all bugs. Unbelievable. I own the first series box set of bugs. It's one of my first DVD purchases. Can you uh, remind me of the plot? Yes. Uh, I think, well, they were definitely a security agency. Okay. I think they may have been government run. I think it changed. <laughs> Throughout the, the series, I think once they went private, then they went government. From what I remember, there's some action. I can't remember where the action derived from. They just put up a lot of cameras and put in put bugged things. And there's a wise cracking Australian played by Craig McLaughlin. Craig McLaughlin, yeah. Mm. Uh, was he in Round the Twist? Don't, I don't know. Think so. in Neighbours. So was in Neighbours. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a hit single with Hey Mona. Hey Mona, yeah. Um, are we done with Bugs? Are we done reminiscing about Bugs? Because we're on the home straight now. Yeah, go on. Uh, one of the ladies in Bugs, who I believe is on one of those covers, Lost. was in the Doctor Bill? Who. Oh, uh, yeah, she's in a recent episode of Doctor Who. The two-part with the Zygons. She was yeah. one of the... Uh, very similar role, I think. Lost from Bugs. Let's put that into Google. Lost from Bugs. That's, work. That's not worked in IMDb. Other film searching... Websites are available. Bugs, 1995. Roz is played by Jay Griffiths. Yeah. I think you may remember her also as the gap-toothed telephone operator from the one-to-one adverts. No, I won't, but that's a good memory. Give it a try. Um, Any others on there? Well, this is it. It's complete the set. The next three are all... I don't remember this programme, but I remember the cast very well. Crime Traveller. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yes. Dear. Now we're talking. Very that was really good. Fantastic. Very good. Starring... Uh, um, Michael French. Yes. Who's David Wicks. David Wicks. Tommy Stenders. I saw him in Chicago. And Chloe Annette. Who was in Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf, yeah. yeah. Was this... she left... Kachansky. Kachansky. Mm. She left Red Dwarf, didn't she? I wonder to do the, if it was to do this show. I think that season of Red... Mm. I think Red Dwarf... Red Dwarf was on yeah. a hiatus, I think, during this period. But she she wasn't in some she of the series. She came back for a special, didn't she? Yeah. The back to Back to Earth special. I think she came back for a series or so, didn't she? I think she did, but I don't she, think that was until a, few series a bit out. later. I think that was like 98. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely post-Crime Traveller. Um, so, Crime Traveller, Graham, um, what do you mm. think it's about? <laughs> well, I'm going to go one of two ways. I think it could be that they go through time solving crimes, or they go through time committing crimes. Uh, solving, solving. Yeah, solving. solving. Yeah. One's uh, Michael French is a wisecracking detective. Well, they're my favourite kind of detectives. <laughs> he wears a uh, and... tan leather jacket. I seem to remember. Was it tan? No, suede, isn't it? Tan suede. Yeah, quite possibly. And Chloe Annette is a I bet scientist. Ostensibly, has little patience for his wisecracking, but actually finds it quite endearing. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. I think they actually end up. Have they? Did they? They never do. Yeah. Bit one to one. Yeah. <laughs> That was yeah. quite sweet of Chloe. Well, she, she was just like a, a police scientist. Very British, yeah. Yeah, she was. I think, wasn't she? She's like police a forensic, scientist. She was like a forensic scientist But or I thought she was the one that had developed the time travel. No, I think it was her father who then uh, passed it down to her. And I remember she, she struggled to raise the money to get some special bulb. She lost, like the bulb went, as, as they often do. Mm. And um, didn't French um, try abusing the power of time travel to win the lottery, I think? Oh, I think episodes. that happened. What a card. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It would have made a mad. It's like a like today, Doctor Who. Yeah. I mean, there was a gap in Doctor Who continuity, wasn't there? The Doctor Who wasn't on air no. when this was happening. Any of this. No. So, good night, sweetheart. We're very much filling the uh, prime time. That's Keith's water bottle again. If you Still got it. Um, yeah, filling the gap in prime time, time travel, 
family drama. I was going to say... I say family, I wouldn't want to show my kids this. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did say, he, he'd get well with Ron, which brings us back to... Goodnight, sweetheart. Thank you. Which we should, we, I think that's Let's been the longest. Yeah. Fifteen minutes without talking, and this is a good episode as well. Oh. A lot to say. Well, in if you can praise it, that would help me out at this stage. You what? If you could praise it, that would help at this stage. If I could what? Praise what do you mean? Uh, sunrise. Oh, right. Yeah, I only heard that the first time a few weeks ago. Yeah. Pricey. Was it Keith? <laughs> Walking Someone around, like shouting pricey at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, in this one, notable, a couple of notable things happen. We discover, rather conveniently, that Ron is by trade a printer. Is it only now we discover it? Episode only four. now, yeah. Hmm. So, and a paper expert as well. Which comes yeah. in very handy, because if you remember the last episode, Gary got in a bit of hot water for not having the requisite identification on mm, him. I do remember that. So, Ron is able to mock up some uh, phony uh, ID cards, and mm. I believe travel documents, or and because he's a paper expert, he's got it's access regular to... regular Renaissance man, Ron, yeah, isn't he? he really is. Yeah. He's got access to all this uh, vintage paper stock, so he's able to print it. Yeah. It looks authentic. We're assuming he's not an uh, ex-counterfeiter. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd love to say a spin-off of Ron. Counterfeiting. Ron the counterfeiter. would be revolting, <laughs> Ron going around. Right, counterfeiting pornography. Yeah. He would do. He's the sort, isn't he? You've got the right glossy paper. He doesn't speak like that. <laughs> wow. Um... Uh, and as soon as he gets these documents, Gary goes back to 1940 and he just starts flashing them about. And I think, I think that that's suspicious. So bad. Make a terrible spy. Yeah, Gary. he would make him. In the previous spy. episode, I think he said to Phoebe, he had to get back to Yvonne or somebody anyway. Yeah, and she's like, like <laughs> Yeah, who's Yvonne? And he's like my boss, I think. Something like that. Oh, yeah. You work for a woman. <laughs> a woman called it my own. <laughs> Mine's better. Um, yeah, mine, mine is. Oh, yeah, there's actually a bit in this when he's, she says something to him. She's like, where'd you get... Oh, I think it's bananas. She's like, oh, bananas, where'd you get them from? Yeah. He's like, oh, I got them from 1990... Like, he's like, yeah, he gets yeah. that far through it. It's <laughs> I think it'd be quite hard to forget, because 1940s London is so different to 19, the future London. But I went from. back in time... I wouldn't say... I'd just say I got them from a shop. I wouldn't say I got mm. them from 1990. <laughs> 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 yeah, that doesn't make any sense, does it? There's nobody you say that to. <laughs> I just think that the time and space that he's in is is so distinctive, it's quite hard to not be at the forefront of your mind. That's down to some clever camera work that they talk about, um, you may remember. Mm. Um, the sepia tone. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, Ron, uh, there's a bit of a, Ron, Ron uh, Gary, have a bit of a discussion about adultery and Ron... Quite pro, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Less of a discussion, more of an agreement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Ron says it's not technically adultery because Phoebe. Sorry, yeah, because Rodney wouldn't, have, Gary wouldn't have been born in 1940. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Makes me sort of think that's, you know, mm. Phoebe would have essentially be dating an unborn fetus. I mentioned this last time around, but I think in the previous episode he says um, the woman I love hasn't even been born yet. Yeah. And so if you were to say that out loud, <laughs> it would raise eyebrows. Yeah, when when they start... Yeah, because he's 32. <laughs> so, you know, what's he suggesting there? Yeah. Um, so, I think a big noteworthy uh, event in this episode is that this is the first time Gary 
tries to take someone back to 1940 with him. Yes. And that person is, of course, Ron. Mm. I can't remember the circumstances leading up to this, why Ron wanted to go back. I think maybe he's just curious. I think he's just curious. Yeah, maybe he wants to find himself... His own Phoebe. <laughs> his own I think Phoebe. he's got some mischief yeah. he'd like to get up to as well. Like some yeah. gambling, or is that... Yeah, did he? Maybe. This one. Maybe, no, maybe he wants to do a Michael French and go back and... Uh, oh, yeah. Play the lottery. Yeah, Rich whatever Dolph. they had back then, the pools. The pools. Um, and so Ron does himself up in all the 1940s finery, cuts Indeed. his hair even, yeah. which he seems to be really put out by. And I think he implies that Stella likes to uh, grab it. Really? Did, did he have a beard? Was he, and now he's clean shaven. I think he's got a bit of bit of a five o'clock shadow yeah, because it was an improvement in the haircut. Yeah, frankly, but he, he hates it. And he, anyway, he goes back in time, dressed up like Bugsy Malone extra mm. almost. Yeah, he, lo- he looks ridiculous. Is that? He's got spats. And he's got spats and brown pinstripe suit. I think it's black. Is that? Yeah, oh yeah, it's it quite brown, doesn't it? Yeah, it's quite outlandish. Um, and we basically see Gary. Walk down Duckett's Passage. Everything turns sepia. You, know, you don't mean the uh, idiom. You mean he actually walked down Duckett's Passage. He didn't end up down Duckett's Passage. No, because yeah. that's not a thing. Right. Nor I will mean, it ever be. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think by episode five, I think we'll be... I mean, we, we, we would have coined Getting that. some idea for merchandise. We'll right. be in Urban Dictionary next to... It's probably already there. Duckett's passage. passage probably some sex thing oh, it's oh, disgusting yeah. I was looking up a crossword clue yesterday <laughs> I came across something which was I mean, what was the mind clue? Boggle. it was some sort of cherry so I typed um, marble I mean I wouldn't don't even oh, yeah there's stuff like tawdry. putting something innocent like yeah well Tom you're wrong there aren't any definitions for Duckett's passage yet can you define it that's as of going to whatever the podcast uh, version of going to print is. It doesn't work, basically. Rodney gets through... G- Gary gets through um, Duckett's Passage. I've got Rodney written down. I, I don't, Rodney? Yeah, I keep, no, it's Gary. Yeah, I know. Um, he walks through Duckett's Passage. He walks back to 1940. Ron doesn't. And we don't see what happens. But Ron... He must. Ron must have seen Gary just disappear. No, he stops to tie his he shoes. He stops to tie his shoes. That's right. So he's a little behind. Um... And Ron just ca- keeps walking. Uh, it looks quite the fool. Quite it? the fool. Quite the fool. Why doesn't Gary stop and say, oh, where's Ron gone? Gary's selfish. Yeah. He's not, like, he doesn't care about other people. I think we've established right, yeah. that. Yeah, very true. Um, another note I've got, and sorry, this, these are all a bit out of context because I can't really remember much of the episode. First time Rodney gets, uh, Gary gets called a two-timing creep. Oh. The first time he gets slapped. And I've written here, probably not the last. Hey. Yeah, I'm not sure who's slapping In the him. church, Phoebe wallops him because oh, yeah. he reveals that he's married to Marilyn Monroe. Right. Oh God, you're right. Yeah. She storms off because she wants to move. Does she? Is she wants to move in with yeah. him? Yeah. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gary says she can't move in because he's married. Yeah. But he's ready to move on from Yvonne, isn't he, Gary? We get the impression yeah. in this episode. I think he's had enough of her. We've gone quite quickly from Phoebe having none of this yeah. uh, inappropriate uh, advances from Rodney or, or Gary uh, to to exclusively you know, wanting. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Su- suggesting they move in together. Yeah, it's no, it's interesting. Um, the final thing I've got, I'm really annoyed I didn't look this up, but there's a scene I believe in the Royal Oak 
where the music stops just as there's a, someone blurts out something that they meant for only their companion to hear. Okay. You know, it's this tried and tested yeah, yeah, sitcom trope. Sure. Who like, it's like in the office with the bit about the cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I wanted to look up the first time that happened in sitcom history, but I didn't. TV tropes. The website might be helpful for that. Can we do it? Um, Can we, we might take some. If you, if you look it up, while Tom continues. To... Um, what would I search for? Record uh, scratch. It's loud. Speech. Record needle scratch. I think you might have had it, Tom. Got it in one. No. So, so Gary goes up to Huddersfield Uni, doesn't he? To that's right. Yvonne has gone to an open university course at Huddersfield University. Can I interject at yeah. this point? Please, yeah. um, the commentary, the director said, "Sorry, start again." The writers say in the commentary at this point, "Open University Psychology Weekends are genuinely known for their salaciousness." Those of you who know what we're talking about, and I hope you're ashamed of yourself. What are they the basing that on? Mucky World. <laughs> Open University Psychology. That's courses. I do. I didn't record that. I mean, I. I... Wow. I um, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because isn't Ron like goading Gary a bit, saying like, "Oh, you know, she's up. She's up. What? She's up at Open. You know, you know what yeah. happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah." Well, I mean, she's there dancing with her professor. With her professor. Very appropriate. Quite in, uh, an intimate, well, I was going to say an intimate dance. That, that's very suggestive, but they're very close. <laughs> not okay. da- they're not dancing. Um, oh. I'm joking. Um, uh, yeah, so Gary... He accuses Yvonne of having an affair. Which is a bit yeah. rich. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's a pot calling a kettle an, uh, an, an adulterer. adulterer. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, Another thing the uh, writers say at this point is one of the, this is one of the few comedy series where the leading man isn't an arse. What? I would heartily disagree with that. He's a, he's a <laughs> several horror of a human being. being yeah, I know. Completely moral. Very generous. generous. Or they're men of dubious moral standards. Who knows? Hmm. So I think they they make up, and Yvonne offers Gary well invites Gary to the bedroom. Yeah, um, and Gary. This is my favourite coming up. I think. Yeah, I think I think Gary is all for it. He thinks fantastic. Yeah, I have no moral code, and then and he starts hallucinating. That's he sees a massive bit. face. Yeah, of don't baby. forget me. Oh, whatever yeah. it is. Don't, don't forget, forget me, Gary. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Remember life on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> and other classics. That's life on Mars is a good time travelling uh, TV show. Yeah, but let's let's just about four series. One podcast at a time, Tom. Yeah. Well, there's two seasons and Ashes to Ashes, which was a yeah, spin-off, four. So you've embarrassed yourself. Uh, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> but it was two sides of the same coin. Um, yeah, so he's about to go um, have it off with his wife. Yeah. And then a vision of his mistress appears. That's and right. He, he loses his bottle. A lot like Lawrence Olivier's big head in that DVD <laughs> cover. <Yeah. laughs> That's pretty much the premise of my, the voyage around my father. So had had he abandoned the idea of getting together with Phoebe at this point? Do you think? And I think so. I think you really thought it was a lost cause. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. So, so, the, so he thought, the, well, yeah. you know, at least fix my real marriage. One, uh, what's that idiom? Uh, one in the hand is two. Yeah, he not let himself up Duckett's <laughs> passage. <laughs> is that the is that the close of the episode? Him I think so. Yeah, so it's Dave a, big head. Sort of Yvonne versus Phoebe, which uh, the writers also make comparisons about. 
they say that Dervla uh, is still very attractive oh, and no. she's a lovely girl. Whereas for Yvonne, they say Yvonne could look absolutely wonderful, then absolutely dowdy in 28 minutes. <laughs> Poor Yvonne. These are real people. He can't do that sort of comparison to living, or even dead actors, really. Yeah. Um, maybe there's some bitterness there from the from the There's a lot of bitterness. Yeah, they're very bitter. Um, I think that's episode four, then. I think that's just nailed. That's in the can. That one, isn't it? I think I've got everything. There was there was there's a child, and I wrote, "Is that child famous?" Because there's. (laughs) (laughs) I I looked up the actor. Bobby Coombs and he's not Bobby Coombs yeah. there's a child there's a child he says something to Gary I think when they're, when they're walking past him in their 1940s attire okay. this is a 1993 child yeah. I think he says like, like you look a Wally or something like that. you're Wally yeah. you look like you're in the 40s yeah, yeah. exactly generic accent um, so I looked up Bobby Coombs and no. I can confirm not he nothing. is not famous did nothing with it it's a shame he, he was in a few things but we should have overacted yeah. it hell of a leg up there you know yeah uh, Get into Goodnight Sweetheart. Upstation, Nicholas Linders. Talking of kids and Nicholas Linders. Uh, yeah, well, I'll <laughs> carry on with that. Uh, the writers talk about how um, mega stardom affects Nicholas Linders. How he has to go around That's in a, a baseball cap and glasses so no one knew it was him. Apparently kids would go up to him and shout, there's Rodney. Oh, yeah. And all the other kids would go and gawp at him. Uh, <laughs> gawp. Yeah. I think he... Um, Ends up becoming a bit of a recluse or Brando esque. Which is what we've figured, yeah. isn't it? In the it's commentary, so, they, yeah. call, they refer to him as a solitary man. Yeah. He tends to avoid interviews, from what I can tell. Uh, something we might might look at Became later. Like, sort of Bowie in his later years, didn't he? Did you have anything to find anything about the record scratch? Oh, yeah, uh, I can read out what it says here. Yeah. So this is the trope. The plot is moving at a predictable pace towards a foregone conclusion. Suddenly, something shocking happens, disrupting the action and going off somewhere totally unexpected. It's not really. That's a different thing. That's like, I'll look it up. I'll look it up for next time. Okay. Okay. I'll make, I'll make a note. So yeah, come back for episode five because we've actually thought of some things to talk about. Yeah, it'll be good. Which is a change. And uh, in the meantime, um, Revelation Films have every season of Bugs available on DVD. So. I can recommend the series starring Craig McLaughlin. After he leaves and they replace him with the chap from London's Burning, it, it really does go downhill. John... No. No? You mean the, short, the short one. Yeah, it was John... Ald- Aldred. No. He was pretty short. Yeah, but that wasn't him. Uh, it was a taller chap, uh, more handsome, less... Take some beating. No, well, <laughs> he did have the look of a man who slept in a skip. I thought John Aldrich. Or Ald... I forgot his name. So, uh, thanks for listening to episode four of Sparrow Talk. Uh, it's goodbye and good night from me and from Tom. Bye. Good. Uh, goodbye and good night from me as well. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that okay. was great. Okay. Tom. Yeah, I mean, you don't. <laughs> you're not doing a conference call. <laughs>